Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, <clears throat> welcome back to another video on this channel. Um, before we get started and right into the juicy details of the video, I'd like to just mention the Buddy program. I know that most of you are familiar with it, where you know you um, leave a comment in the comments as to your time zone or location and the fact that you're looking for a buddy to support each other through the recovery journey. So. I am getting emails from people to see if I can set them up with someone because they don't want to put their names out there or just go out there in general. They're a little bit afraid um, of who they might meet, maybe. And there is that chance that you'll meet someone who's not going to be great. But there's more of a chance that you'll meet someone good here in this community. So what I'd say to you is I am at some stage going to set up a website. I'm working on that at the moment. Uh, time and funding are um, the things that are holding me back, but I am doing that. So in the meantime, I was thinking, if you do want to use the Buddy program, uh, participate in it, I would suggest that you uh, go on YouTube, that you set up an anonymous name or avatar, whatever, and that you make a new email address, you know, specifically for this purpose. So that if you happen to come across somebody who isn't to your liking or you're not getting on with them, you can kind of cut the connection and it's it's no great loss. So that's what I'd say to people. I, I just don't have the time, guys, to pair people off. You know, I don't have that um, capacity at the moment and hopefully someday soon I will. So with that said, let's get into the subject of the video so there is a, an amazingly great tool or way to identify immediately nearly if you've been with a narcissist or at least someone highly toxic, but usually um, with a narcissist if they do this particular thing. This may be triggering for some people who are just finding themselves say, discarded or out of a narcissistically abusive relationship. I know if I'd heard it when I was just getting out of that relationship, I would have rejected it and turned off the video. So what I'm going to say to you is, if you want to do that, that's fine. But try and listen to see what, you know, people that have gone down further down the, the road on the journey to healing have actually found. And Maybe let it give you hope that even if you don't feel it's applicable to you now, that you may, you know, someday or just keep your, your mind open. The most effective way of diagnosing, and we know we can't, we're not professionals, but have, having a good idea that you were narcissistically abused or that you were in an intimate relationship with a narcissist is the way you... The, the way the relationship ended. This is really more pertinent for people who were discarded by a narcissist 
but you can translate it into you having to leave a narcissist also. But a huge indicator that you were with a narcissist is in how you were left. So let's get into it. The whole relationship with a narcissist, even though you may have felt that you were with the love of your life, and I know for me this was certainly the case, and this is why it's triggering to hear this initially when the relationship has ended with the narcissist, because you're still in the illusion stage. You're still in you're still in the stage where you're not thinking clearly or you're not away from the relationship long enough to look at it objectively. You're still in a highly emotional state, in a state where let's just get into the how the relationship went at the start of the relationship. Your hormones, your pleasure hormones were elevated very quickly and very, very high. And then they were dropped when the narcissist started to take you down and devalue you. So you went from a state of high pleasure to being um, being in a state of 100 to zero. And when you're in that zero state, you're scrambling around for for some kind of feeling that's going to take you out of that dark depression hole. Your your hormones aren't balanced. You're chemically imbalanced. And then the narcissist brings you, elevates you back up again and, you know, says the relationship's okay and you're okay and you're great again and, and they're in love with you again and everything's going great. And in amongst all the, the highs and the lows of the chemicals in your system is also anxiety and cortisol released and adrenaline where you're fighting for fighting to save the relationship and fighting against maybe the people that they're triangulating you with and you're all the time you're striving so you're you're going from a place of high chemical addiction a pleasure addiction to to nothing like going cold turkey uh, in a relation to say coming off coming off a drug you feel that this is real you love this person you really love this person and you're being very loving and you're trying with good intention to get the relationship to work but you're you don't understand at this stage that the whole relationship doesn't actually exist that's it's an illusion created for you for the purposes of stripping you of your assets and your energy by the narcissist. And someone actually, um, a great subscriber and a great contributor to the channel, um, Chris, you you mentioned in one of your emails to me the connection between the, the pleasure cruelty you created a new word and you've given me permission to use it. It's a new word called pled the the pleasure cruelty dynamic and this is this is what the narcissist works on they get pleasure out of being cruel and watching you suffer watching you go up watching you go down and finally their rush of their chemical addiction to you and the height of their chemical addiction to you is when they get to discard you when they get to let it all out, 
they just take that mask off, they put it down and they let you see the real them, not the facade, not the illusion, the total reality of who they actually are. And that is when the pleasure cruelty dynamic really takes effect. And that's when you go into a state of shock, a state of chemical shock. When you get to see that this person that you thought that they were, this loving, attentive, sometimes victim type person in need of great help from you and then the validation when you help them, the person that needs you to save them, the person who wants the best for you and future fakes with you, the person who appears humble, kind and generous, the person who has appeared loving and warm and hard done by in the past that has presented this person to you and has used manipulations to embed the idea of who they are in your mind and who has associated themselves with you in marrying your ideals and ideology of life and who's made you feel that you are the one for them, the one they've been waiting for. Um, far superior to anyone that they've ever been with before. The person that has given you the idea that they want to see your personal growth. The person who's encouraged you maybe to go out and exercise or to look after yourself. The person you've identified as being the source of your happiness. The person who has convinced you that other people that you were close to previously don't actually want the best for you, that they're possibly jealous of you, who's tried to isolate you from people that reflect who you are truly back to you, that's showing you a new reflection in the mirror of who you are through the mirror they hold up to you. The person that's made you feel that together, Against the world, you have a fabulous future and a fabulous presence. But the reality of that hasn't been the case. But their words have convinced you, even though you've been feeling very anxious, though you've been going through a tormented time with the gaslighting and the isolation and the torture they've put you through and the word salads they've made you listen to and the fog that you're in and the total confusion that you felt, the illusion that they've given you in the pleasure hormones, the illusion of who they are has been very real. And if you're just out of this, this particular relationship, it will take you quite some time to dismember the illusion. And the best way of doing this is going no contact and getting educated or nar narcissistic abuse and also rebuilding, rebuilding the self of who you are that the narcissist tore down block by block by block. Now they have finally cut you at your foundation and they want to blow your foundation up 
by this pleasure cruelty dynamic of the horrendous discard. Guys, it is not normal for a person to come into your life and very quickly take your life over and become your one and all true being, true soulmate, love of your life person. And being all these, you know, seemingly amazingly positive things. And then dropping you like a hot potato. And then telling you that they're glad that the relationship is over. Pleasure cruelty dynamic. Taking pleasure from the fact that they have now ended the relationship very suddenly and for no valid, authentic reason. They then totally, 100% flip on their opinion of you. It's gone from white to black. It's gone from you being wonderful to you being apparent. It's gone from you being the love of their life to the dark angel from hell that they want to run from. This is not normal. This is coming from someone who is a mental health patient. This is not about you. But if somebody does this and then then amazingly goes on to a smear campaign where they tell people that you're terrible and that you're the, re the reason the relationship broke down and they lie about you, they lie about who you are because they have to make you into this person in their mental health state of unwellness head to justify the fact that they've left the relationship and they try and convince other people that it's justifiable that they've left this relationship. Guys, to an observer, to someone who's looking at this objective, you know, objectively, they can immediately see that this person is very, very unwell, that this person has a dark energy force, that they carry a dark energy force, that it is inhuman, it's abnormal, that it is not the normal type of healthy, normal dynamic where a person gradually comes to the conclusion that a relationship is not working for them and it's, it's mutual or at least the other person has some indication that the relationship is not working and going downhill. And then the separation is gradual and, and in some way loving or caring for the other person who you shared good times with. It's seen with open eyes, with truth and with a degree of love that you had for that person. There isn't cruelty there. It's the other person supports the breakup with you and you both suffer from the breakup because you both were in the relationship and had love for each other and you try your best to look after yourself 
but you feel the breakup. You both feel the breakup for quite some time to come. And you're not either of you ready to go into another relationship until you've both healed from this relationship. Not so with the narcissist. The narcissist can move on once they have control, once they feel that they were in control of the breakup and are in control and empowered by your pain and have managed to do a good PR job on the breakup with anybody else that matters to their future. This is a narcissist breaking up the intimate relationship. Unfortunately, at that stage, when you're in total shock, you're grappling for life, you're grappling for understanding your your whole, say you were in a relationship for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, you have to reevaluate the reality of that existence over the last number of years. You have to reevaluate your feelings for the person, what actually was going on to find who you are again. There is so much you have to do that it is not clear to you that you were with a narcissist. But if you do go Googling on YouTube or ask somebody who does have the education on what a narcissist is, on what narcissistic abuse is, and that's why, guys, please consider subscribing to these channels if you find a good one that speaks to you, that you can hear, that you believe in. Subscribe, hit the like button, do whatever you can to get this information out. Because we think that because we know it, that surely everybody must have an idea of what a narcissist is. It's still a minority of people that know, that are lucky enough, lucky enough to have got this knowledge to help them recover from a situation that so many people do not ever recover from and continue to blame themselves and get into other situations that are similar till they either take their own lives, lose everything they have built up in their lives, being their financial assets, lose their children, lose their mind, become very depressed and never enter another relationship. There are dire consequences for people that do not get this anti-narcissist awareness information. So if, an, if you were discarded cruelly and the narcissist has taken pleasure pain, pleasure pain from your discard and has gone on to another relationship as if nothing has happened to you and is pushing it in your face or is keeping it hidden and you don't know about it, but the family does and you do get told from a flying monkey that yes, indeed, they were immediately back on the dating sites and they also had someone else in the background. A discard from a narcissist is not a normal breakup and that is your major clue to telling you you were with somebody who lacked empathy, who had no remorse, who saw you as an object that they could discard. But more than that, they saw you as someone they could suck the last amount of energy out of and validation out of to empower them by your pain to go on feeling fueled up 
into the next situation and go on to the next food source for them. Guys, if you've just been discarded, I promise you it will get better. Continue to educate yourselves on what's happened to you. If you can't accept at this stage, and it's probably highly unusual to accept when you're newly discarded that you were definitely with a narcissist, you'll have loads of questions that you need to answer. Keep educating yourself, uh, get support, join the buddy program, get coaching from someone who understands narcissistic abuse and be very, very loving and gentle with yourself until you and no contact, no contact. Do your best to have no contact with this individual. That's what I'd say to you at this stage. And for the vets on the channel, the biggest sign you're with narcissist without getting any, you know, was I with a narcissist consultation? But do that as well. Double down. Make sure you're fully, you know, you're fully 100% secure in the fact that you're with a narcissist to help you go forward in your own healing. But yeah, the biggest sign you were with a narcissist is the unnatural way a narcissist will leave the intimate relationship. Hope that's helped. Have a great day and I will see you again shortly, guys. Take very good care of yourselves. Take very good care of yourselves. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.